Hi, Mike here, and I want to talk to you about Boozy Jerky. You might have heard Big Ray and I talk about Boozy Jerky on the podcast or seen us post about it on our social media. Boozy Jerky is beef jerky infused with craft beer, and they have a variety of great flavors that you can get shipped directly to you. They've been awesome enough to give us a discount code to pass along to you and whoever you want to pass it along to after that. What you need to do is go to boozyjerky.com, pick out all the different beef jerky you want, add it to your cart. When you go to checkout, you use the code CBBL22. Again, that's CBBL22. And that's going to get you 10% off your entire order. And then you get craft beer infused beef jerky shipped directly to you. Hey, Mike, you like craft beer, right? Yes. You probably also like the outdoors too, right? Also, yes. Yeah, same here. So does our friends at parksandpints.com. Yeah, so the, the Parks and Pints is a nonprofit that collaborates with breweries to raise funds for parks and conservation research. And that's super cool. That is super cool. And if you are into all that as well, be sure to check them out on social media and their website, parksandpints.com. That's parks, the letter N, pints.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. And hello, and welcome back to Craft Beer Bucket List, your favorite craft beer podcast ever, because we're awesome. But we're only awesome because you're awesome, and all you awesome listeners, just rub off on us and make us even more awesome. And holy Lord, I said awesome way too much, Mike. Please get me out of this awesome hole I just dug. Everything is awesome. Everything is great when you're part of a team. Isn't that how that goes? Uh, yeah, actually, I think it is. Okay, there's your awesome. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have it. That's all I got. Hey, <laughs> uh, we got beer tonight, and uh, that makes me happy. That makes me happy too. I can't lie about that because I'm happy. Yeah, anyway. I'm, you know what? Really, yeah. I, I'm excited, Mike. I, I believe this is our first ever episode dedicated to peanut butter beers. And yeah. I love, love, love me some peanut butter, dude. That's true. It's our first episode completely 100% dedicated to peanut butter beer. Yeah, I think that's pretty awesome, actually. Dang it, I said it again. Um, I mean, just how cool is it that in the craft beer world, we can just be like, hey, let's find beers with this one thing in it. And we can find a bunch and just have an episode like this. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, I, I know we've got a lot to talk about, so I think we should dive in and uh, get going. We should, but, but yes. before we do that, I'm pre-gaming, <sighs> Mike. We have oh, a yeah? solid lineup, which you're going to talk about, but yeah. I got this PB Who. PB Who? It's a peanut butter. Yeah, PB Who. All it's right. a peanut butter milk stout from Marsh Island Brewing in Orno, Maine. I got to visit this brewery a few weeks ago. Had a great time there. Met a lot of awesome people. This was a beer I cram-packed in my suitcase and brought back because it's ridiculous. And this is getting me in the mood to talk about our solid lineup of peanut butter beers. It's uh, I'm always in the mood to talk about beer. Try beer. Agreed. Actually, I take, I take that back. I'm not 100% always, but most of the time. 
Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. That's that's right. I like your math. Yes. Do you know what else I like? Uh, hot wings. <laughs> no, I I Tacos. love hot wings. I I am in love with all the above, but I really like Barbecue. Tusculum Brewing. <laughs> like I like barbecue too. Okay. Like Tuscola Brewing. <laughs> thinking about food, I'm so distracted. <laughs> so Tuscola Brewing out of Bourne, Texas. It's about 30 minutes northwest of San Antonio. They are this episode's sticker sponsor. So thank you so much, Tusculum. We appreciate y'all. You can find them online at Tusculum.beer. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Tusculum Brewing Company. And to get your grubbies on some of those stickers, as always, send us a DM on the social medias and say, I want that sticker. And Mike will ship it to you. Uh, just I got, make sure you do that. Yeah, I've got What's another. Up, um, remember a couple episodes back when we uh, were talking about the correct pronunciation of Waxahachie? Yes, I do. And uh, you know how I was proven right recently? Yes. So, folks, yes, it's Waxahachie, that. not Waxahachie. But here's another one. Yes. Tusculum is not in Burn, Texas. It's Bernie. Bernie. Oh, gosh. Bernie, you know what? You're right. You're right. Oh, you're not going to argue with this one? No, I'm No, I'm not. I got distracted by all the food. And so I'm looking at the show notes, and, I'm, and it's like, I know better with that one. I do. So thank you for correcting me, Mike. I, I appreciate that. Um, it's, uh, you know where Bernie's at? It's about 30 minutes northwest of San Antonio. Oh, yeah. So, so, so you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I do. Okay. Yes. Um, right. If I'm not mistaken, it's not too far <laughs> away from uh, the Salt Lake Barbecue. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Right. And, and so I know there's going to be a Texan on here that's going to reach out on social media and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I remember Salt Lake being, you know, between San Antonio and Austin, somewhere in that general direction. And I also remember eating way, way too much of their family style barbecue. Uh, as you know, I drank some beers with it and all those things combined were awesome at the time. But I regretted life later because I way overindulged. Well, uh, I'm looking at Salt Lake Barbecue. Yeah. There's one that's kind of north of San Antonio. The Salt right. Lake Barbecue. Yep. So so from, from Bernie, you'd have to travel northeast. There's not a really nah. good path. You'd probably go back to New Braunfels and go up. Okay. So the Salt Lake is kind of north of San Marcos. So, was, was I in the right direction at all, though, Mike? Uh, sure, yeah. I just kind of uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. I'm it's not even, a native of Texas. I've I've never lived in Texas. I've just been all over Texas, which is a massive state. It's a lot to remember. And uh, we just got back from Texas. We'll talk about that yeah. here shortly. So, yes, Ermagerd. So uh, yeah, Tusculum Brewing out of Bernie, Texas. Um, Tusculum dot beer, or you can find them at Tusculum Brewing Company on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, they. Just, just send us a note saying you'd really like that uh, sticker from us, and we'll give them out as long as we got them. We got it. Uh, I'm looking at it. I, I don't want to get up and count because that's kind of a little bit far away from me, but there may be six to seven or so. Hey, that's still cool, man. They're, they'll go fast, dude. They'll be gone in a yeah. day. Either way, yeah. so it's good. Okay, so let's talk about our beer. 
We, we appreciate Tusculum, but we got beer to drink. Yep. All right. So round one, Ray and I are going to drink our individual beers. I'm going to have Prairie Artisan Ales Peanut Butter and Jelly Squeeze. Um, it's a peanut butter and jelly uh, sour. Um, we got the peanut butter and jelly squeeze, and it's at 5%. Um, you've got the Kentucky Peanut Butter Bourbon Barrel Stout by Lexington Brewing Company out of Lexington, Kentucky. Mm. And then to round it out, we're going to have Lakewood Brewing, which is in Garland, Texas. We're going to have their Peanut Butter Temptress. So that's a, a peanut butter version of their classic Temptress. Uh, so we got a beer from Kentucky, Lexington, Kentucky. My prairie beer is out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And then our peanut butter Temptress is out of Garland, Texas. That's three states represented, sir. That's right, dude. Plus the pregame beer from uh, right. Marsh Island in Orno, Maine. So we've got four and peanut butter beers from four breweries in four states. We're so That's cool. so ridiculous. We yeah. are so cool. So, Ray, uh, your peanut butter stout from uh, Lexington. Let's 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 get it out and let's have a let's have a gander at this lovely thing. You know what, Mike? Is it a bottle or a can? Uh, mine is in a long neck. It's in a bottle. That's right. That's right. So, uh, do you, you want to try to pop it and get a sound out of it? Uh, I'm going to try. You know, I'm no, I'm so used to cracking cans. Yeah, I got my bottles on my desk, literally in front of me, where I'm recording. I didn't grab my bottle opener, Mike. Okay, well, while you're going to go grab your bottle opener, I will tell you about what I am drinking. <laughs> that was a long do it. It was, was a bad pause there. Okay, so I'm having the peanut butter and jelly squeeze from Prairie Artisanals out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Here you go. I'm going to open it. One, two, three. Oh, that sounded pretty darn good from my angle, dude. That that came through my headset so uh, well. Uh, I'm gonna love hearing that in post. Yeah. So this uh, I'm gonna read what you I'm gonna read to you what they wrote about their beer. It says uh, a scintillating. Uh, excuse me. I got a little bit of uh, allergies going on, by the way, Ray. Just to let you know, it's that time of year. So anyway, it's all good, man. All good. Do your thing. Um. They say that their their sandwich sour supersedes straightforward stuff served <laughs> serpentinously. Seeing sandwich sour sitting stationary should scare society. Secure some soon. That's a tongue twister. So yeah, and a half. Yeah. So uh, one thing about this beer is it started actually as a collaboration between Prairie and Rufftail Brewing Company. So I want to give Rufftail a shout out. Oh, uh, yeah. About that, yeah. So it's at 5%. The peanut butter and jelly squeeze. It's a Prairie Artisan Ales out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Find them at prairieales.com or Prairie Artisan Ales on Facebook, Prairie Ales on Instagram. So on, so forth. All right. I'm going to take a drink while you're pop the top, sir. Heck yeah, dude. It's going to happen literally right now. That made next to no noise at all. How does it taste? Holy moly, dude. Um, you know, we've had several beers from Lexington. Oh, my God. I can't even talk, dude. This beer is just, like, incredible. So, I got to say, mm. my beer tastes like a flipping peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, <laughs> like it really That's does. kind of awesome. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, dude! So good. So yet again, man. Like we, I tried to say earlier, we've had several beers on from Lexington Brewing. Uh, we've had their barrel aged stout, just a handful of beers, even one of their Christmas beers, uh, bourbon barrel aged stout with with peppermint. And now I'm having it with peanut butter. Holy, I don't know how they do it. Just consistently crank out high quality beers with all these different flavors. Um, and just punching the tongue of peanut butter just up front. It's like whack. Big old peanut butter. Whack, whack, but, whack. Whack, but it's still got, you know, your normal stout flavors. So run of the mill. I feel like we talked about the coffee and the chocolate notes all the time. That roastiness, um, lactose creaminess. It's just so good. Uh, incredible mouthfeel. But it has all the above, even a little bit of bourbon going on. Plus yeah. peanut butter. It's like, oh my god, peanut, peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, man, oh man, mine tastes really good. This is a really good beer. Oh, so mine's in a twelve ounce can. It's um, it's got it features a very large hand around what would look to be a jelly jar. And uh, it's called a sour ale with blackberry, blueberry, boysenberry, dried roasted peanuts, and peanut butter. 5% alcohol by volume, peanut butter, and jelly squeeze by Prairie Artisan Ales out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Prairie, this is uh, – actually, you know what? They're also uh, – I wonder if this one's brewed out of Cribs or uh, at um, uh, McAllister. I can't – there's a label over – I don't know. Anyway, I've got – so I bought this one as a single – uh, right. at, at a wine and more, I think. And, uh, I'm gonna have to pull the little wine and more sticker off of it so I can see, see what's going down. Yeah. So Prairie, Prairie has their, their place in Oklahoma city, but they also have a brew house in McAllister, Oklahoma, which you know where that's at. Oh yeah. Um, McAllister folks, McAllister's like an hour South of Muskogee, Oklahoma, like just like the old Merle Hager song. And I would say McAllister's probably what two hours north of the Dallas Fort Worth Metro. About that, yeah. Yeah. You take seventy five north out of uh the Dallas the Dallas Fort Worth area and in about Durant, Oklahoma, you switch over and you hit Highway sixty nine, right? Somewhere right in there. That's, yep. And just roll right on up into McAllister. Yeah. So McAllister also uh, used to host a massive prison rodeo years and years ago. They don't do that anymore? I don't believe so, no. That's a bummer. I mean, it was a big deal for a long, long time. Yeah. What's life if you can't go to a prison rodeo? Yeah, I know, right? Dude, so this beer really, you know how your, your mom would make you a peanut butter jelly sandwich and it's all on the, it's all on the bread and then she'd stick it in a bag or whatever and you take it to school and like four hours later, you're digging it out for lunch. Right. That's what this beer tastes like. That's Swear incredible. to God. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, this is, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I did not expect to have this experience. It's really good. Wow. No, I, li- I like Prairie stuff, right? I, li- I like their stuff. Uh, th- this is just, the flavors are just incredibly, incredibly on point. So good. All right. Yeah. Tell us more about yours. Sorry. Yeah. So it, it's, I said a lot in, in a short time there. Um, but the more I drink this, honestly, the less and I want to say less and less, but I realize there are other 
prevalent flavors beyond the bourbon. Like the bourbon is like an afterthought here. It's so light. Uh, it, it blends in very well. I think if there was more bourbon, it would honestly kind of kill the peanut butter and everything else that goes along with this. So I'm, I'm, I'm liking that. But the, the peanut butter, the more I drink it, the more peanut butter I'm getting, which I like considering it's a peanut butter beer. Yeah, definitely a dessert beer. I feel like for me, honestly, this would be a one and done. I don't want to drink multiple uh, of this beer in one sitting. I almost feel like it yeah. would become too much. So nice nightcap. If I'm wanting to have a beer with my ice cream or something like that, which I yeah. do sometimes, I do like a, a good beer float. Um, it's fun when you're an adult, you can just indulge in stupid stuff. Right. Um, because you can, and really nobody needs beer and ice cream together, but you kind of need beer and ice cream sometimes. <laughs> and this is a great, great for that scenario. Um, yeah. And I do like it. It almost reminds me of cream soda. Um, if you can believe that, it's just that the mouthfeel, just the creaminess. It's just, it's so well done, dude. Yeah. Uh, I, well, well, they have the this. they have the bourbon barrel cream ale, which is a uh, a cream sta- a cream ale aged in bourbon barrels, um, and it's it's kind of in that same line. I would say it's it's got a very vanilla creamy flavor to it, and it's really good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Lexington Brewing Company, and you can go to lexingtonbrewingco.com, and they are a brewing and distilling company, so they make beers and uh, other harder alcohols as i would say uh, but you can find them at lexington brewing co at facebook instagram and all that kind of stuff they've got the kentucky l the bourbon barrel l the bourbon barrel stout pumpkin barrel l which is one of my favorites cream barrel or cream bourbon barrel l this one i mean they're just they're just pumping out and they have a we had a coffee beer or did i drink it or did we have it on here they have a coffee. I think you you had their coffee beer. I yeah. remember that. So uh, they had a coffee, which is which is really good. So I mean, they're they're pumping out some good beers, um, you know, and they they got it going on. That's all I can say. And they're out of Lexington, which is a, a super cool beer city. If if, right. if you still get the chance, um, and you know, and, and flipping over to uh, my beer, uh, Prairie Ales. You know, everybody. Um, knows the prairie bomb or it's got a lot of notoriety right um they've got uh, oh, yeah. the, the flip side the other thing that they're well known for is their sours uh and they're you know all that so they're doing good things big things we chose two really good beers here um i when i was looking at this lineup i, I thought it was a pretty safe lineup right i mean you got a prairie beer uh which we know is going to be good Prairie has a great reputation. Lexington Brewing has a great reputation. And Lakewood, with their temptress especially, but Lakewood oh. out of northern uh, DFW area also has a great reputation. Yes. So I, this was a very safe – I'm, I'm glad they lived up to the hype, right? But it's a very right. safe lineup. So, No, absolutely, dude. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So uh, speaking, of, speaking of Texas, you and I went to Texas. We did. Uh, so we record on Monday nights. We literally got home yesterday. We took a weekend beercation, if you will, uh, down to the Fort Worth area. And we hit up eight breweries in two days and had a hell of a good time doing it. And and we got to meet our friend. She's been a guest on the podcast, Tex Love Beer. She came out uh, to a few breweries and hung out with us, which was super cool. Right. No, absolutely. Um, yep. 
No, she came out. We went. So the first the first night, um, she came up and visited on Friday, and uh, bar, I almost said bar hopped, brewery hopped. So we had. Let me try to remember this. We went to False Idol. Yep. Then brutal beer, brutal beer works. That's correct. And then hop fusion. No tipping point. Turning point. Or turning point. Turning point. You're right. Turning yes. Point. Turning point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We visited hop fusion uh, on Saturday. Right. Sorry. Yep. Get, so we had false idol, <laughs> brutal, and turning point. Yep. Okay. And uh, so anyway, uh, Tex loves beer. You can check her out at Tex loves beer on Instagram and whatnot. Um, we had fun catching up, um, tried some really great beers. And then, uh, because I always make you do it, we had to go to Plucker's wing bar for, uh, <laughs> yes. for, for lunch on Friday, um, which was, uh, you know, lived up to our standards. And, Absolutely. uh, we also got to, what was that other wicked wing bar? Wicked wing bar. Yeah. So on Saturday we had wicked wing bar. Um, and that was also really good. So yes, it was. Um, and we'll, we'll, I know we got to sp- space them out, but we'll be posting about some of that on our Instagram and whatnot. So I did, I posted, um, you know, when we ate at Pluckers, posted that on our Instagram page, got some love there. Cause why not? We were sitting there. I was letting my mouth cool off. Cause I gotta be that knucklehead that always gets the hottest sauce. Then it took me a couple minutes to recover. Right. From that. And uh free plug, Mike. Um, we, did we visit so many places? Um, <laughs> I had a Texas beer while we were there. And it was oh Roller Town. I had a beer from Roller Town, also out of Texas. And it was their Kolsch. And it was fantastic with my really hot, hot wings. So, awesome pairing there. Yeah. It's a great time overall. And, uh, dude... I got to tell everybody this random what, what, story. Hold on, dude. Hold on. What, uh, hold on. what kind of sauce did you have on your wings? Oh, I had the fire in the hole sauce. Fire in a hole. That's right. Yeah. I had the spicy garlic Parmesan. It's just really something I love. But fire in a hole sounds really good. <laughs> yes, it does. Anyway, we're going to tell a story. Sorry. Yeah. So on our way back into Oklahoma from Texas. And before I get there, we stopped at two new Bucky's. I'm a huge fan of Bucky's, so free plug to Bucky's. I'm like a kid in a candy store. Uh, every time I go there, I've been to Bucky's many times in Dallas. Been to one in Florida, but dude, I just go and I'm, I get so excited. Took a selfie with a beaver outside, just because it's a thing. I love Bucky's. But anyway, as we're coming north, you know, out of Fort Worth into Oklahoma, uh, I had to pull off to use the restroom and. In Oklahoma, there are many, many casinos. And when we pulled off, there was a tiny casino inside the gas station. And I told Mike, I'm like, look, I almost never carry cash, but I have a $10 bill. I'm going to go try to win us some lunch money. And uh, Mike, I believe I was successful because within like less than 10 minutes, maybe 15, I cashed yeah, out quick. this one machine for $129. Yeah. Like literally 12 times my money. 12 cashed times my money. And we went up the road to, was it Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, I think? Yeah, PV. And uh, we, you found a spot online called uh, the Happy Days Diner. Correct. And I got a T-bone steak. I bought a whole apple pie. 
But I want you to tell the folks about this ridiculous sandwich you found on the menu. <laughs> so um, Ray, Ray was like, you know, get anything you want. And so we were like, well, you get the chicken fried steak. We found, uh, uh, we thought about that. And then um, they had this thing. And I forget the name of it. I wish I had, I wish I had taken a picture. So I took a picture of the menu, but not the inside where I found this burger. And uh, it said something like, you know, uh, the biggest burger we make. Um, and, you know, costs like a dollar extra for cheese and three dollars extra for bacon and they're like it's really huge um and but it doesn't say anything about i bet you can't eat it or it's too big or it's there's no really additional language there they're just they just call it their biggest burger and i was like you know what i'm hungry let me, let me get this thing and uh, do you remember what the name of it was ray the big bopper the big bopper that's right that's right you're exactly right yeah. so going along with the uh, the diner kind of theme back in the day. Um, so anyway, um, Ray, Ray gets his uh, steak and uh, I order my burger I'm, and the waitress is like, Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> what kind of cheese do you want? And I was just like, you know, cause we talked about this a little bit too. You go to somewhere in Dallas or Tulsa or another city, um, a burger and fries with 15 bucks. Isn't that big of a deal. Like you're, that's not absurd. Right. It's at the higher end, I would say, but it's not absurd. So on the menu, it was like $14.99. I was like, all right, it's their biggest burger, $14.99 with fries. You know, Ray said I can get anything I want. All right. So the waitress is like, okay. (laughs) You know, like, uh, she's like, do you want everything (laughs) on it? I'm like, well, I mean, everything, but I get my burgers with all the vegetables. Um, but I don't like mayonnaise or ketchup. I got to just have mustard or A1 or something like that. Right. Right. So, um, I order it. Comes out. Ray gets his steak put down in front of me. It looks pretty good. Um, I'll let Ray review the steak. I guess I didn't eat it. Then, like from behind me, like coming around me, like I saw Ray's eyes get real big. And then I looked, and this this burger had to been one foot across, right? At least. Oh, easily. And, and like it's one of those ridiculously sized burgers. I would expect this to be a $30 endeavor in Tulsa, right? I mean, what you say? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This thing was ridiculous. It was a it was a one pound burger. So one pound of meat um, with all the fixings, lettuce, tomato, onions, pickles, mustard, uh, ch- uh, cheddar cheese or whatnot. And it was, it was gigantic. Ray, I ate one fourth of it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. And, and it I was like my a lunch. Pac-Man when you cut your section out of it. It was right. cute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, I ate one fourth of it for lunch. And then, uh, uh, so after we got back to Tulsa, I had to, I had to take off and head back home. And, uh, I would say halfway home, I pulled off the road to get some, uh, gas and whatnot. And I ate the other, another quarter of it. And then, uh, my kids ate the rest of it tonight for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah. So it was so at least uh, none of it went to waste. That's that's a positive. Right. No, it was it was terrific. And you know what? I thank you so much for buying that for me. It was a that was a fun part of that. We, we talked about it. What a way to end the trip. You know, our trip down to Fort Worth, and it, it was just incredible. It was fun. So it absolutely I, was. And I'll post some photos at some point on our Instagram of that too, just to show people how ridiculous it was. Just this massive cheeseburger, yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> right. Oh hey, my gosh. Uh, I, I'm done with my beer. Um, Same. So I need to talk about a rating and give it a song. Do you do you want to go first or second? 
I want to go second. Oh, fair enough. All right. So uh, I had Prairie Artisan L's Peanut Butter and Jelly Squeeze. It's a 5% um, sour L uh, that tastes like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, no doubt. Uh, Ray, you're, this is going to blow your mind. I'm going to give this a 9. Oh. Um, th- this... This has got to be some of the best. This has got to be one of the best sour beers I've I've had. It this, like I said, it tastes exactly when I drank it. I was transported back to third grade or fourth grade, right? Lunchtime peanut butter and jelly sandwich. This is this is done so well. It's just done that well. So I'm gonna give it a nine. And when I so when I was transported back to like you know those grade school years, I think about what it what it means to be a kid, right? Like you you've got all these things going on, and there's some innocence and some angst and all this other stuff. But when I think about being a kid, there's a song called circle K and it's by a guy, uh, Pedro the lion. And, uh, have you ever heard that? I have actually. Okay. So, uh, it talks about a kid blowing all his money down at the circle K, right? The, the convenience store. And that's exactly what you do as a kid. You get five bucks and you just, you blow it all. Um, and so that song immediately popped into my mind when I thought about this, uh, beer. So, that's my story, dude. What about you? So I'm going to give this beer a, a high rating. Um, I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. I think that's rock solid. Uh, the only reason I'm not giving this a 9 is just for me personally, this is a beer that where I'm one and done. One and done. I don't want a second one in a single sitting. Now, I think it, it's would for me, it would be just too much. Um. But that's not a bad thing, right? There's certainly a place in the world for, for those beers. So 8.5 out of 10 for me. And my song pairing is kind of twofold, Mike. And this is stemming from another experience we had while in the Fort Worth area. But also it's a fun song. Uh, you can't have a bad time listening to this. And for me, this is just a fun time beer. But it's going to be Love Shack from the B-52s. So do you want to tell that story before we go to the commercial break? <laughs> sure. Do so it. on Saturday, after we got done uh, brewery hopping, it was fairly close to the time that all the breweries close. And after visiting five breweries, and I, I was beard out. Like I had all the beer I could handle for a day, um, which even for a beard podcaster is hard to do. But I was like beard out. I was done. So we went and ate some hot wings. And they're like, man, let's find a spot close to our hotel. Where we can go just have a another drink you know i had some rum and cokes or whatever but we found a spot and i don't want to call it out because i don't want anybody to think it's bad who cares i think it was called cassidy's um about 10 minutes north of, of fort worth again right across i-35 west where we stayed and uh we found this nightclub in a hotel which is a little different than what i'm used to seeing a very unique crowd lots of great people everyone was friendly and they were just having a great time, but it was not the crowd I expected to see at a hotel bar. Um, it was just great to see all these people having fun and living their best life. Um, but it was just different. You know, it was not what we expected. And we just kind of, we just hung out, had some drinks and just observed, if you will. It was a great kind of experience for us to just kind of chill out after, you know, driving down to Fort Worth Friday, hitting the breweries hard all day Saturday. It was just fun to sit back and watch other people have fun. And that was fun for me. No, dude, so, it was and, great. It was it was really cool. And that song played while we were there. And I'm like, dude, I love Love Shack. Like, how can you not love that <laughs> song and have a good time hearing it? And this no, beer I, reminded me of that. 
you know, when, when we were, cause we just kind of sat there and chilled and people watched and whatnot. And it was, it was really fun to watch people having so much fun. Cause it, so something you and I talked about is like, there was a wide array of people. Like, so from, we're talking about ages from, um, there was some very young looking folks, uh, I would guess in the early twenties, all the way up to some very, uh, older folks. What I would, I would say probably in their sixties and maybe seventies. Right. Yeah. And, yes. And then different types from like people that were dressed like, um, they're going to a honky tonk, you know, so they had the boots and the cowboy shirt and all, and all of that to like somebody who was dressed to go out clubbing, like at a, at, you know, downtown LA club. And so you had that. And then you had like all these different, I mean, just everybody was so diverse. Everything there. Yeah. And, Those and even was just, folks in like crazy. shorts and t-shirts on the dance floor. Like I was out in a pair of shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. And I then you had that one guy in like floor. full suit, that white suit. Like, that he, oh, dude, he, he was, was dressed sharp. Yes. He and dressed he was sharp and he had it. some moves. Yes. He, so, yeah. I, you know, it, so it, it was incredible. So anyway, what I'll do is uh, I'll kind of uh, recap here and then we'll go to break. So uh, Ray had Kentucky bourbon barrel peanut butter. Uh, he gave it an 8.5 and paired it with the B-52's Love Shack from our time at Cassidy's. Uh, They're just outside of Fort Worth. I had the Prairie peanut butter jelly squeeze. I gave it a nine and paired it with Pedro the Lion Circle K. Folks, we will be right back after this commercial break to bring to you our peanut butter temptress review. Stay tuned. Mike. Yes, sir. Hello. Hello. Welcome. I just want to make sure you're here to welcome everybody back from that short commercial break. Thank you for hanging out. And I'm, dude, I am so ready to dive in to this Tempter's beer. Uh, I've had a bunch of their other stouts, and it's always just an amazing experience. Like, literally every time, without any doubts, without any hesitation. So for this one, this is a first try for me. I have really high expectations for it. And I'm quite positive we'll add this to the craft beer bucket list. But Mike, you ready to dive into this awesomeness? Yeah. Dive so uh, again. God yeah. bless. Yeah, you need to get like a thesaurus, sir. I need a thesaurus. Um, so this is the peanut butter temptress from Lakewood Brewing. Um Lakewood Brewing is in Garland, Texas. Um here, I'll read what it says on a bottle. You ready? Yes. Consider this beer equivalent of a peanut butter cup. We took our rich and creamy milk stout and made it and made it extra with chocolate, peanuts, and a touch of sea salt. The result is a creamy peanut buttery treat that's fit for the candy aisle. 
Enjoy chilled in your favorite glass, which isn't a candy, which isn't a candy coating, but it'll do. Since the temperature so easily mingles with bold flavors and ingredients, we created the Seduction series, limited variations of our sinfully sultry brew. So there we go. From Lake can I tell you a secret, Mike? Yeah, you can tell me several secrets all at once. I already opened my beer and started drinking it. Oh, I heard you while I was doing it. Yeah, okay. Guess it's not a secret then, is it? Nope. So I was um, I was given a, a bottle opener that looks like a fish. Uh, I don't know if you can see that real well, but that's pretty awesome, Mike. I no, like it that. look it looks great. It is not a good it bottle does. opener. <laughs> it's kind of a pain. hey. It got you there eventually. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, all right, let's try this. So, you first yet you had your first sips. So, <laughs> yes. hit us up. So, I'm glad this is an adult show, Mike. Um, it it, it says tempters for a reason, and I drank my first few sips of this beer, and I had dirty thoughts. Oh. <laughs> Do tell me more. <laughs> Would love to hear dirty thoughts from Ray. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it is what it, I don't care. I, I, I say what I say, dude. Um, this is kind of an aphrodisiac. Oh, okay. I did, okay. Like they just like the first two sips in is like, uh, oh, it will hello. Yeah, so you're gonna find you a special lady. Be like, hey, uh, uh, have you had the peanut butter temptress? Uh, and and then you show it to her. You present the artifact, and you hope with all your might that it is an elixir of love. An elixir of love. You're like, yeah. So I'm married. Um, my wife doesn't enjoy beer, but I do. But there are other beverages that she does like. So. Uh, <laughs> You know, um, so it's an aphrodisiac for Mr. Biggest Ray Ray. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not going to lie about it. It's like, yes. So there's nothing wrong with having a few extra tools in the toolkit. Right. And, uh, for what it is, this one may get utilized. Hmm. I said it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what, I don't want to know how you're utilizing this beer. And, oh my. As an aphrodisiac. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know what? Um sexy time. I, yeah, I'm getting it. So I'm kind of getting a, a sweet molasses syrupy taste about this beer. And the chocolate I'm getting is a little bit of a darker chocolate flavor out mm. of it as well. Sultry. Yeah. Sultry chocolate. <laughs> it is. Yes. There's gonna be so much innuendo, Mike, in uh, yeah. this beer review. Sure. I hope you're comfortable with that. <laughs> no, I am. That's what you get when you pick up the peanut butter temptress. <laughs> Hell, I guess so, dude. It is what it is, right? This, so, this, say, hey, yeah. Go ahead. We're all adults here. We may as well be candid, right? I'm, yeah. I'm fairly confident we have a mature audience. We're not going out of line. We're just saying like real adult stuff, dude. It is what it is. Real adult stuff. Yes. People I'm trying enjoy to each other's company, and while they're doing that, they might enjoy some temptress peanut butter. Yeah, man. It may help you understand your partner in love. That's, that's my – maybe I should be a 
a couple's counselor. No, I should absolutely not be a couple's counselor. Immediately regret saying that. Yeah. I, yeah. If there's one person, folks, that you do not want to be your couple's counselor, it is Mike Bradley. Right. I think so. you would make a pretty good couple's counselor, Ray. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I think you give some solid advice. I, I do my best. And, and usually all my advice is based on my complete there's a word a cornucopia of mistakes. And I just try to point people on how not to do all the dumb things I've done in life. Right. Uh, I see what you're about to do. I've done that. I would not advise it. So like, this yeah, also has a little a bit. bad idea. Yeah. 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 So speaking of couples counseling, uh, I don't okay. that, There's no segue there. I'm also getting a little bit of a smoky flavor out of this. Yeah. You know what? Now that you say it, um, I didn't pick up on that straight away, but it's like, you know what? It's it's kind of there. This is a this is a pretty impressive beer for all the different flavors and nuances that are coming out as I drink it. I don't yeah. get as much peanut butter as I thought I would. Right now, that part is is true. Definitely yeah. dark chocolate, very prevalent. Peanut butter kind of takes a backseat to everything else going on. It's definitely there, but it is not the star of the show. Right. This should be, uh, yeah. The, um, I, I like the, so the temperature series with, with the, like the silhouette of the lady, I, I like that. And then on this one, it's got her sitting on a giant peanut butter cup. It's really cute. Yeah. It is. I love cute. it. I love it. So, mm-hmm. man, oh, man, oh, man. Oh yeah, dark chocolate and peanut butter, dude. It's just like no, the beer tastes time. great. The beer tastes great. It does. This is one I could have more than one of, and maybe because the peanut butter is dialed down a bit. This is this is a little too rich for me to have more than one. I would say this this is, and I don't know, you know, if you go there, um. They might serve it like a snifter, right? Or, or like a 10 ounce pour, I guess you'd say. Um, this is definitely a, a beer that I could see in a 10 ounce pour. Right. Yeah, I could see that. That would make so, sense. But no, it's, it's really good. It's really, really good. So, I mean, this is smooth and creamy. Yeah. And it's just, dude, definitely very full bodied. Uh, it's kind of light, lightly carbonated to be expected for a stout. But man, it feel it has a fantastic mouthfeel, dude. It's yeah. just so just like oh, creamy, smooth. I'm getting a lot again. I'm, I'm getting the molasses syrup type flavors out of it. Kind of like right, yeah, molasses definitely, uh, or what I would would call yeah, I think molasses. Are you getting any? Uh, this may be a long shot, dude, but I'm I want to say I'm picking out a very slight licorice flavor are you getting any, any of that any oh i can, i mean I, I think you could get like the typical licorice flavor i think that could i mean that with the you know yeah i mean i could see it i'm not i i want to say specifically i'm getting that but i could i could see where you're going with that i think the flavors that i'm getting out of it lead down that path like the old like, like you get a tractor supply or whatever the old licorice thing can yeah get. Right, right. So, so I was like, dude, this is like, mm. 
what happened? What happened to the good old days where that's what they? If you go to you know you get candy for your kids now, it's like you know M and M's or Snickers or whatever. What happened to like you know the sour strawberry rings or the peach rings or the licorice? You know what I mean? Right. It, it, was, it was more simple. Everything is so right. like, I, I can't say anything like we're drinking a very complex beer. Uh, but I understand sometimes, you know, the, I miss simplicity, too, because yeah. everything is so it's complicated nostalgic. nowadays and nostalgia. Right. That's certainly there. Yeah. But I enjoy going to even our, our local Ace Hardware. They have a little section where you got to stand in line before you pay. They have a lot of the old timey candy or you visit like uh, Atwoods or Tractor. Like you said, Tractor Supply. And they have yeah. a plethora of those old school candies. Right. And I like that. Just you get one flavor, one. And you like it because you just bought like a 14 pound bag of it. <laughs> those peach rings were really good. You, know, I think I said this to you on our trip too, is I'm, I'm a big fan of peach tea. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I had some peach tea today. So How'd that make you feel? It made me feel really good. That's right. Dude. <laughs> I, I don't, I, you know, it's one of those things is uh, I'll eat peaches, um, but they're not like a favorite fruit of mine. Right. Right. But peach tea is just on it. I don't know. There's something about peach tea that I just really enjoy. Just the way it is. Yeah, I don't know. Wrong with that. You're right. There is nothing wrong with it. No, not a thing. Maybe I'm just getting older and wiser in my ways of tea. Maybe. Or maybe it's just that good, Mike. Yeah, I don't remember. I like, I like some it. peach tea. Yeah, I was at a, a a coworker wanted to go grab lunch today and wanted to go to Slim Chickens. And uh, ooh, free plug! Yeah, this is not planned, but they have peach tea, and I really enjoyed it. So, anyway, yeah. So, what about this beer, sir? Yeah, is you ready to give it a rating and a song pairing? Sure. But yeah, but you're going to go first. I am going to go first. So same same rating for me, 8.5 out of 10. Rock solid beer. Totally digging this. Uh, it says peanut butter on the label. I almost want the peanut butter to be more prevalent, but I also am glad that it's not, again, with all the, the other flavors that reside in this beer, in this bottle. So easy 8.5 out of 10 for me. And I'm going to pair it with a song called Closer by nine inch nails uh nine inch nails closer how do i don't i usually i would i would usually know their songs right yeah you do that yeah this was probably their single biggest hit uh you yeah. know it you yeah. if you heard it you'd be like oh yeah oh yeah I, you know i love me some nine inch nails no you don't Not i know right, better right. than that <laughs> So, uh, I don't mind them, uh, of, you know, for what, for what they are. Um, oh, okay. Anyway, I was trying to think of how that song goes, but anyway, it doesn't matter. I want to, you like an animal. Yep. That's called, that's called closer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So uh, I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. Um, the reason for uh, going down a little bit is because it, it says peanut butter, and I don't get a lot of peanut butter out of it uh, or a lot of peanut at all. Um, it, like you said, it's it's there, but it's not. It's definitely the uh, secondary or tertiary factor of the, of the beer. 
the beer tastes fine. It tastes great, actually. So that's that's my one critique. Um, and I'm going to go with, because it's the Temptress series, uh, my song that I'm paired with it is going to be Tina Turner's Private Dancer. You've heard that, oh. right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I thought that was a pretty solid choice, right? Yeah. So. Anyway, I think that's it, dude. I think we're I think we're done. Do you have any uh, final thoughts about this beer before I recap everything? Try the Tempter series. They, yeah. they make more than one, and I, and all, of all the ones I've had so far, they're all great. And if you haven't had it, and you have it available to you, try it. Don't hesitate. Just get it. Try it. If uh, you know you're a light beer drinker, if you're into the the pills. And the Colch and some light loggers just branch out and try one of these. I be, I'm willing to bet you'll be surprised at how good it is and how it'll speak to your taste, bros. Yeah, uh, and I'll uh, I'll second that. So, to to quick recap of our beers, uh, the beer Ray and I just shared, or we both had the same beer, was the Peanut Butter Temptress by Lakewood Brewing out of Garland, Texas. Uh, Ray gave it an 8.5 and paired it with Nine Inch Nails Closer. I gave it an 8 and paired it with Tina Turner, Private Dancer. Um, and then before the break, Ray had the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Peanut Butter um, from Lexington Brewing out of Lexington, Kentucky. He gave it an 8.5 uh, and paired it with B-52's Love Shack and had a, a cute little story to go with it about our time in the Fort Worth area. And then I had Prairie Artisan Ale's Peanut Butter Jelly Squeeze. Uh, Prairie's out of McAllister or Oklahoma City, the, depending on which, uh, which way you want to go. And I gave that beer a nine and pay, paired it with the song Circle K by Pedro the Lion. Um, dude, that's it's a solid lineup, solid scores, mm. all beers that have to go on your bucket list, all beers you have to try before you die. And I really like the songs that we picked as well. A very diverse set of songs. Mm -hmm. so, as always. Right. We're, we're really good at this. I think so. Yeah. All right. I'll let you take us out. Woo! So thank you, everybody, for listening to another awesome episode of your favorite craft beer review podcast, Craft Beer Bucket List. If you're tuning in from Apple, thank you very much. We appreciate those five-star ratings. Please make sure that you... Give us that five-star review if you haven't already, and leave us that review, again, if you haven't already. We love, love, love to read those. If you're tuning in from iHeartRadio, thank you so much for joining the family. We appreciate that. Otherwise, you can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to check out the show notes of this episode and visit the websites and the social medias of the breweries we featured tonight. Show them some love from wherever you're at. And please, please, please don't drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will catch you all on the next episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. Adios. Craft Beer Bucket List is partially supported by Red Dirt LLC. Red Dirt is a parks, recreation, and tourism services agency with the goal to provide the tools, information, and leadership to help guide, plan, and market your organization or business. Red Dirt provides media management, photography and videography, research and analysis, and overall management for excursions and experiences for your agency. Visit reddirt.us.